0: Ben, get to know Drek slash Drek Recap. Ben. Uh, nope, my name's Derek.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yep, this is uh this is gonna be a Dreck story.
0: <laughs> hey, welcome to our pocket dimension of the internet. I'm Ben, and this is Ben, apparently. Say hello, Ben. Hello, Ben. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, uh, stuff
1: here definitely stuff here um i still think it's I'm very weird it back. that uh people think we sound alike yeah it just I mean, it, it just makes stuff. me wonder if there's someone out there who's like yeah it's just the same person doing different slightly different voices to mimic two people <laughs> and they just think you've totally lost
0: it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just me in a basement with too much time during quarantine <laughs> that's that's all no dice is <laughs> <laughs> His alter
1: ego, Derek, who is far more unhinged than he already is. It's fine. It's great. It's fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to say something like, if you don't like us, don't subscribe, because that totally works. So do the thing that you do when you find a thing you like. Keep going back to that thing. Just like me and totally I was also just
0: going to say, if you like us, consider supporting us on Patreon. Yeah, give us money. If you want to know what's up, look uh, look us up on Twitter. We are at, at Twitter. We are at the real Derek skin.
1: The real super no dice, something like that.
0: No, actually no dice. Yeah, Same thing. <laughs> hey, you you got real. I'm proud of you. You got real close there. I did. <laughs> that was the closest I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Today we're not sponsored by drumroll, please. People who yield their right of way at four-way stops. Dries
1: me up the freaking wall. Uh, why would you bring that up? Oh my gosh. Ah,
0: because uh, I live in Minnesota, and that's every four-way stop here.
1: If you were at a four-way stop and it is your turn, go. By yielding your turn, you are creating a disruption. Okay, this has been DMV with Derek. Ah, all right, I'm good. I'm, I'm I mean I'm so, to, so
0: today I woke up great because you know I I woke up and I got to see my wife's lovely face, uh, and then. My first interaction with any person other than that was terrible. We're just like literally the first road to turn onto. I'm turning left onto a main road. I'm at a stop sign. Person across the way set a stop sign. They're going straight. Who has the right of way here? Uh, I, I zoned out. I was thinking of my accident two <laughs> weeks ago. I don't know. <laughs> the, person, the person who's going straight has right of way over the person turning left. Yes, that's true. Like I think. You didn't have to even pay attention to the scenario I set up. I think that's just always true. Uh
1: yeah, except in my state, no one has the right of way. You're just required required <laughs> to yield the right of way to other people. Because why would Florida make things easy when we can just do stupid things?
0: <laughs> yeah. So they got there first and then they had the right of way and then they sat there and then they waved me on. That's infuriating. And I was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: absolutely infuriating.
0: <laughs> That's how my day started. I would have thrown a
1: tire at them. Um, Speaking of throwing a tire, so I got hit a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I told you this.
0: You'd never told me this.
1: Yeah, some lady crossed three lanes of traffic coming out of a. (laughs) Coming out of a. Out of a golden corral. And it's such a Florida sentence. Anyway, um, she she came out of a golden corral, crossed three lanes of traffic, hit me, and then at first she, like. The car jolted forward. And I was like, oh, she's leaving. She's going to run away. And then we pulled into a, another parking lot. And then she was like, this is my first accident. She was 8,012. And I was like, yeah, great. Cool story.
0: I was Wait, super irritated. Were you on your scooter? No. Vehicle. Car. Oh, okay. Got you. Cool. I just have this image of you back when you told me you uh, rode like an electric scooter to work. I, for whatever reason, oh, I, I, I think picture you... I picture you with a half shell helmet.
1: That's absolutely what um, I wear when I ride that. Are you kidding yeah, me?
0: <laughs> and you're like, you're just like smiling because like it's the breeze and it's the only time that you are, that the weather is pleasant in Florida. <laughs> and you told me about the thing you do, so I just see you. You're just like way too happy. Yeah. And you stopped at a stoplight and you go to the person next to you and you do that thing where you point at their window and then you point down. I only and do then that when to, they roll down the window. I only and do when that when they down. roll down the window. You say, you say, your windows down, <laughs> <laughs> and then you leave. It's great. <laughs> and I just picture you and you're just like smiling like the opposite of Mr. Bean, just like absolutely enjoying every moment of your existence. And you've got a half shell in that, in my picture of you. Yeah,
1: half shell and uh, Wayfair sunglasses. Those are, that's my outfit right there. Um, there yeah, the, the window thing is the best thing in the world, but only for dads. If it's, if it's just oh, one guy in dads. the car, you can't do it. If it's like a girl driving, you can't do it. If it's like a kid like a seventeen year old who just got his license, you can't do it. If it's a dad in a minivan with eight kids in the back, absolutely. If you do the motion the down motion, they roll it down and you say, Hey, your window's down, they will die. They will die laughing, they will hit their wife, and they will say, Did you hear what he said? Every time. It is amazing. That's beautiful. Everyone else gets mad at you. Yeah, I'm sure. I almost That's did awesome. it to a cop once. I almost <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to die.
0: Good. Good call. Good call. <laughs> All right. Well, without any further ado. It's been seven minutes, episode, but yeah, without any further ado. <laughs> uh, today's episode is a recap uh, of a character that I introduced as Derek or Derek as at the end of Bridegroom Prince. And in our next Solo series, I guess. Uh, in the next season of Chaos and Dragons, he will also be playing. It's the character of Drek, spelled D R K, all caps. And today we're just gonna sort of like, ah, uh, you know, like we're we're bringing in a character from our home game. Yeah, it's like and drunk we history. You know we're gonna it. be telling you what's going on, and I'm gonna be drinking. <laughs> I don't know if Ben's. Yeah, drinking. yeah, it's like no, it's I'm not drinking. It's it's gonna be like chaotic because surprising no one, I have created a D20 table of all the things I want to ask you about, Drek. So uh, I need you to I need you to roll a chaos dive. First. I
1: didn't even get die because you said we don't have an actual story to record. So hang on, let All right, me. go
0: get die ah. and I'll uh, I'll tell them about Inkworld the setting. So yeah, yeah go ahead. Inkworld, the setting that Drek is in, uh, is one of the first things that I conceived of as a young little level one innocent DM Ben. I don't like that you said conceived as a level one young Ben. It just makes me uncomfortable. Okay, cool. I, I, am, I, I regret that I stopped talking to Burp there because you then filled that silence with that comment. <laughs> Surprise! Um, uh, yeah, so I was like, parodies are very easy for me to generate a lot of creativity from. They know this. Like,
1: They've hurt us yeah
0: <laughs> just follow like make this absurd pairing in your head and then do all like the fantasy math uh to figure out what the what the things you want and there's so many creative choices to make along the way because it's not like a one-to-one and so uh i was like hmm, what if it was like ink world i n c dot world and what if like Netflix was this like big scary monster that you had to face at the end of stuff. And like, you know, like it is uh, a real McDonald's. Yeah. (laughs) If a McDonald's was this like little bunny like looking creature that like instead of a face just had like the McDonald's symbol and it's like slightly terrifying, but everyone in the world is really used to it. And so when you go to catch a McDonald's, you think it'll be fast because it's fast food, but it's actually really easy to catch. And then if you eat too much of it, you start making constitution saving throws because Um, of diabetes. Yeah, and then, like, Smashburger is a little bit harder to get, but it's not to be confused with GameStop, which looks exactly like it. To the moon! Not edible. So That joke only uh, became relevant recently. Not a thing when we first started doing this. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Absolutely true. I was just noting that they have the exact same marketing scheme for their logo. That's all I was saying.
1: Oh, I thought even they had the same marketing, and I was like, you can go to... You can go to that burger place and you can give them like a half eaten burger and they'll give you eight cents or nine <laughs> cents on store credit. Ah, <laughs> hey, yeah, I got a, I got a used mint condition, never got opened him. SNES. How much can I get for it? I'll uh, give you four bucks for it. But store credit, I'll give you five. <laughs> oh, GameStop. Yep, yeah.
0: yep. Yeah. And so I just like made a world sort of around that. And then it got like more complicated and whatnot. And you don't really need to know. All of that, um, yeah. Did you have your die? You gonna roll roll your chaos die for us? I rolled an eight. I'm sad now. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Um, so you rolled an eight. Mm-hmm. So what is Drex's financial history? Um, it's like it's like GameStop. Um, <laughs> it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, it's all it's all connected, man. It's all connected. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Get your tinfoil hat off, buddy. That's coming from me. Um, it he he starts out this just you know random guy uh, who you know just wants to be a criminal, and then he uh, ends up uh, working for the Fed, which is I believe the best equivalent would be just the FBI. Um, and yeah, it's just
0: like the it's an independent policing force over Inkworld.
1: or as I call it, the FBI, and. <laughs> You know, as my description just said, um, and yeah. they're taking down um, the movie mafia, which is, you know, the, the conglomerate of, of film companies,
0: um, just like it is in real well, life. Actually, actually, they weren't taking down the movie mafia. They were taking down someone else. Disney. Movie mafias later after. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Who did they no, down so first? It was... Uh, remember, it was... Um, not Viacom it was fantasy Viacom I think wasn't
1: it Verizon did, wasn't it
0: did we just take down Verizon no I think it was fantasy Viacom all right that's why I only say that because the movie Mafia is like really important later on I thought it was like
1: now that I'm thinking about it I thought it was a telecom company because we like I looked up the price of the telecom. actual anyway um.
0: <laughs> it's probably telecom <laughs> so. not Viacom
1: yeah, that makes sense. Okay <laughs> Um, so whatever the big company was, um it was it was like a sting operation. So so Drek was sent in, he infiltrated it, he worked his way up, got information, there was a whole thing, got taken down, and then all the assets of this company were liquidated, but he stole I think we we said it was a tenth of a percent of the total value, which means he was yeah. worth like billions. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah but he and he smuggled it to this warehouse in uh, a criminal bank that like functioned looked, looked like a warehouse in uh what is the equivalent of Arizona I want to say you call it pink salt
0: yeah the right? pink salt region yeah so yeah, like, it's like the it's like the if you want to have like a western sort of adventure in inkworld you go to the pink salt yeah
1: and then um he he hid his money there and then got arrested um because that was the part of the thing so after a couple months, when he got out, because um, they orchestrated him to get out early, even though he should have gone for a lot longer, he was like, "Yeah, I want to find my money." And then um, he met some some bards, and there was train hopping, and they met this <laughs> guy who was super friendly, and everyone just kind of liked him, and we didn't really acknowledge the fact that he could have been evil, and he was evil, um, because he stole <laughs> we'll get, all we'll the get money. To
0: we'll get to that later. Yeah, so, he's still
1: there. so then Drake was broke again, and then. He stole some stuff, got some more money back, and then he was doing okay. And then the, this this evil guy, I was like, "Hey, I'll give you some of your money back," but haha. <laughs> and I yeah, he's my mortal enemy, is what it really is. Um, but he slowly gives me my money back because I do things for him, and uh, that's where we're at. So <laughs> it's it's uh, it was it was okay, and then it was awesome, <laughs> and then it was nothing, and then it was building back to okay, and now it's just jumping up every every couple hundred thousand gold pieces.
0: I I love. I love hearing your version of things because the, re- <laughs> the the reason that I thought that he was giving, you know, as the DM, the reason I thought he was giving the money back to you is because he says repeatedly that you're his only friend. Yeah. See, oh, <laughs> he uh, likes you. this is something I'll just you. He needs know the money for something else.
1: About Direct's personality. He 100% is. Um, a garbage person, an absolutely garbage person, but he will substitute (laughs) what he perceives as reality for what actually happens. Uh, Evidence be glitched. He, he will, (laughs) you can go up to him and be like, Hey, I'm six feet tall. And in his head, he's like, I'm six feet tall. You are five, five. And then you can get a ruler (laughs) and show that you're six feet tall. And he's like, no, you're five, five.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep. All right, go ahead and. I mean, I feel like. I mean, that's a that was quite a good summary of uh, <laughs> the financial stuff for sure. So, um, uh, one his... with the D twenty. Well, I say oh, I'll say one more thing. That the reason why you can't just go and steal it back 13th. is because, awesome, is because this person that took it from him uh, put it into a bunch of demi planes. He's and a the trash person. Know, and so he he's got like a just a. Way too many Demi planes just full of money that he, like, can only open, like, one a day. (laughs) And so he gave one of them back to Drek. So Drek has a lot of money, uh, but not all of his original money, and it just sort of eats at him. Yeah, it's very frustrating. Like someone who was, like, poor and then rich and then poor again, but not, like, the happy people who are, like, yeah, being poor is good. (laughs) Being poor is dumb. (laughs) People who are ruined by being rich. (laughs) All right, a 13. Um, can you talk us through your time with the Fed round two? So uh, you talked us pretty good about Fed round one. We might dive deeper in that if you roll that one again. But Fed round two is the uh, is the Midnight Lynch task force. Can you talk us through your time uh, working yeah. for the Fed? So the guy, the, Lynch, the guy the who Midnight stole my money, um, my mortal enemy, who thinks he's not, he's my best friend,
1: which is quite the dynamic. Um, <laughs> we, I hated him so much that I willingly and this is okay. Drek is like a career criminal. That is. His, if you're like, hey, what do you do for a living? He's like, I steal stuff. He'll just be straight up with you um, about that. Other things, no, but that he will be straight <laughs> up with you <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you are five five, and I am a criminal. That's it. <laughs> um, he um, he joined up with the Fed again, and it was the original guy he worked with. Um, it was his like successor, right? Yeah, who ran, who yeah. ran this task force.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, oh, is it Darren? Yes. Yeah, Darren, the your previous handler, uh, died during the, the big company raid. Um, it was like his life's work. He'd been working on it for like years. This was like this was like a huge, massive takedown of a of a massive like syndicate. Uh, but he he died during the raid. Um, and that there was some miscommunication there that led to, um. Drek going free, despite the fact that. Someone had discovered that he had put all this money away from himself, um, but that that information died with the person who knew it, uh, which was which was Darren, I guess. Um, and then his successor, Sharkbait, um, knew of you and it worked with you, <laughs> and uh, yeah, recruited you for for this task force. And I was totally
1: willing to go along with it, uh, despite the fact that it would make me a fed, which is you know the opposite. I would say that the FBI is the opposite of a criminal. Um, if the CIA is criminals, then FBI is the opposite. Ah, zinger. Um, and <laughs> we're on a list
0: now. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, it's, it's always what I, it's just what I wanted for my first podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he willingly joined them and, uh, because, just because he hated the lich so much, he wanted to take him down at any cost. Um, he, this is also, I believe this is when he got branded by the Lich, because the Lich is like, I'm your best friend, join my gang. And he branded him, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, something like that. Magical tattoo. Yeah,
1: and so that's, that's invisible. That's on
0: his hand. Um,
1: and so despite the fact that it's invisible, he hates it so much that he just wraps his hand all the time. <laughs> um, just because yes. he refuses to even look at the bare skin, knowing that this invisible marker is underneath it.
0: Yep, yep. Can you tell us about the other members of the task force?
1: Um, do there was, who do you recall? There was the monk who. Yep, Pastor Savage. Yeah, who actually I think is probably Drex. I don't want to say closest friend because Murph is. Murph is more like his pet. Murph is the, is a tiefling. And uh when he introduced Murph for the first time by he I mean Ben, I hated Murph for no reason. Um the other the whole party the,
0: hated him for no the, reason. The
1: whole party <laughs> hated him. Um one of the bards specifically asked to roll for racism. <laughs> and
0: that was incredible. It was so bad. He asked so to roll. Bad. He's like he's, like, he's a t- you see a t- you see a tiefling on a balcony He's like do I hate two things? Like, nah, I don't I don't know. That's a personal choice of your character. They're not hated in this world. He's like, I'm gonna roll for racism.
1: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't he it went, wasn't can I, it was I'm going to roll for racism, which yeah. really made it funny.
0: <laughs> this is also coming from a PC who asked if he could roll to change the in world definition of vasectomy.
1: <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that. Are you sure
0: you're not gonna edit that line out? <laughs> I might I might have to edit that one out.
1: <laughs> um yeah, he he was a he was a character. Um, He's great. He also walked through a train asking people if they had a gun when <laughs> guns didn't exist yet. So that was a fun thing. The, but yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so they didn't. They don't know certain things. So exist. Pastor Savage. But we know we can oh. get around the fact that it takes place in like yes. an ancient time because they have these things called flowers, which are basically movies, and all yeah,
0: they're like all of the movies. movies. So you like smell the flowers and you see the hypnotic image of whoever imprinted whatever story they wanted onto on it, and
1: they're just uh, and modern it, movies. So we can make modern like I have made a million and a half Star Wars references, and I think like yeah.
0: one Star Trek reference, but <laughs> and they're all canonical because we're just just to get around it because you you just constantly say stuff like that i was just like all right i'm not gonna make an asterisk every time you make a non-canonical reference let's just have a world that's a that's a modern day parody um where all the modern day mediums exist so which has been great um yeah, anyway so so Pastor Pastor Savage, Savage is... who is played by who is a pc yes played by one of our friends yes
1: and he was probably he probably is i think directs or at least Drek considers him like, a, like one of his closest allies, because despite sure. the fact that Drek does these ridiculous, stupid shenanigans, Pastor Savage may be you know, divinely told to do this, but
0: sticks by him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And another thing about... So I made Inkworld, and I made like the big main plot and stuff for Derek's character, Drek. But... We got delayed in our starting out, so I ended up putting in about twenty hours of a road trip worth of D D time with the PC for Pastor Savage. And so Pastor Savage uh, actually had this whole big arc, and the Midnight Lynch was just me- uh, nope. Midnight Lich was just meant to be like a side fun character, like a mix between uh, a guy named Richard from a webcomic called Looking for Group and uh the little devil lucy. from uh, enchanted lucy yeah it's just meant to be this uh, like it's, fun it's from little like it's from
1: disenchanted
0: <laughs> oh sorry from
1: disenchanted <laughs> cuz <'Cause
0: laughs> en- enchanted is, fun,
1: little, like... is the uh the movie with um amy yeah. adams <laughs> yeah
0: which is also a delight. disenchantment um... is
1: the uh groaning tv show <laughs> which i enjoy <laughs> yeah but i enjoy most of his work yeah, so anyway
0: side, he's side story. is like a <laughs> Yeah. The the midnight lich was just midnight's just meant to be like this this character who is super powerful um during their like day job, like via a curse. Um, but then during the off time, whenever they're not compelled to do the stuff their curse compels them to do, they just go and mess around and have fun. <laughs> sort of. Like jump cross trains. Uh, that's that's a very specific memory I have. Yeah. So it's just meant to be like a, a funny little Dude, and then I didn't realize whenever you went to your fortune, I was like, well, shoot, because of this, because Pastor Savage's character dove into the the mafia world with all the different, with all the different gangs, I had all this lore here, and I knew what Midnight was trying to do, like, in his on time, and I was like, well, he, like, if exposed to a massive fortune, he's going to be heartbroken because he's going to betray his this only part, the person he considers his only friend in the world. I had but known like, him for like a week. All right. <laughs> your only friend, he's pretty new consciousness. So disgusting. <laughs> his only, his only friend versus a shot at his literal freedom. He, he I, would I would have helped him. I would have, I would have helped him. And by that, I mean, I would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, do you remember the other people in the task force?
1: Um, let's see. There were, well, shark bait was in the task force. Yep. Yep. Um, the big old, big old shark bait. Um, there was someone, I feel like there was someone who just, he's a half work detective, right? There was, wasn't there someone who just viscerally hated me? Uh, more than other people. No, hate me. I feel like there was.
0: Okay. I don't guess. I'm, uh, guess I mis- so there, so there's laycott I believe is the other member. Yeah. laycott He didn't hate he me. That's right. He doesn't hate you. He has, he has no, he has no feelings towards you. He's just a good soldier. The same thing. to me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Laycott has a lot of experience with with Drek because under Darren, Darren would borrow him from, um, the X Army, X Soldier, whatever the X something, um, and uh, which is just an experimental like black ops group that train really hard in the multi classing. Um, their, bunch of try soldiers. hard soldiers Oh, uh, the X military. They they borrowed him from the X military. Uh, and uh, because he was super good at tracking down Drakken, making sure he stayed in line and just rough handling him stuff. Right, so he was, a fun he, to be to clear, to be, to be clear, he was
1: good at tracking me down. Making me stay in line is a whole other story.
0: <laughs> I mean, when you were in his presence, he did a good job of it. I think genuinely, Laycott is the only like, guard-like character you've ever respected that I've ever played. Yeah, of any <laughs> campaign, of any... Not just with Dragon. yeah, <laughs> anywhere, yeah, just anywhere. I think genuinely, like Lakot was the only person that was like, because he was just there doing his job, and you're like, okay, I get it. I can, I can just have Banner with this guy, and if I play his superiors right, me and him have no problems.
1: Yeah, so that's basically what it was. It was like I, I could, I literally could never in my wildest dreams beat this guy. So, I'll just, I'll just kind of sit here and, you know, I won't, I won't take it. I'll. uh. I'll push back, but uh, he's doing his job. It's not like he's hurting me in any capacity, he's inconveniencing me, but only mildly so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was on the task force, uh, and then a helper was sort of like sort of let in at the end, um, and that would be uh, Phyllis, uh, but he was only really to help you with Englovid, which is another thing. So if you want to roll the chaos die again, um, go for it. Uh, the task force disbanded. After um, they were somewhat used by an an anti magic member of the Fed, known as Striker.
1: yeah, because coordinated we, oh, an attack
0: to get the source Go of Striker. the Lich's power. Uh, but the Lich, um, there was a there was a really a really I thought really fun and intense uh, like not like encounter um, after. After you guys like stole the thing that the Lich needed. Uh, and then Striker ended up with it and then it disappeared. Uh, and then the Lich also disappeared. I rolled a 10. Uh, and then it Then it was disbanded after that. All right. Can you tell us about your time in a legal prison? Oh my gosh, you're making me angry now. All right.
1: So as soon as like <laughs> I see my money, okay, I see my. And i and I looked it up. It's seven point two billion gold pieces. Seven point. <laughs> I want you to put that in perspective. Seven point two billion. Okay. That. That's a, that's a lot of goats. That is seven thousand million gold pieces. Is what that is. <laughs> I am. I am looking upon. I've been wanting to look at this since the first time I swiped money <laughs> and it has been my life's goal. And this <laughs> word I cannot use on this podcast
0: shows up. Glitch. I made up in, in <laughs> ink world. Uh, this is a good time to explain this in ink world. Um, there was a thing called the digital revolution where, um, the drow of that world, um, were, um, like kind of, a, a big minority group for a while. Um, and then something came, like extra dimensional. Some crazy new magic came and was like given to them, and so they started this like revolution. And suddenly, they're able to do uh, digi magic, which um, in the in dimensional treasure will actually see um, the civilization this magic like comes from. But anyway, um, they started to do that, and then they instead of just the magic was so potent that instead of just like making like, all right, we can actually be treated on equal footing as everyone else. We'll make a place where we live in an equal and fair society. They were, they got a little bit greedy. Um, and they tried to take on the whole world and eventually lost. And, but that the seeds of that technology, uh, makes a weird place where, uh, the the gods of the pantheon don't really like to be around. And then Inkworld grew up there. Um, in that continent. Why so, was I saying, why was I mentioning Glitch? This? Oh, yeah, yeah. But because of that, um, all of the, all of the curse words in ink world are just like any sort of, um, computer lingo that wouldn't make sense in a fantasy setting can be used as a like, so like virus and glitch, um, and glitch hacker, and things like that. Um, and so far, those are my favorite fake cuss words that I've made. Yeah, up. it's a. Besides it was just a reason to censor me. As it really was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a reason so your character could cuss as much as you wanted them to, <laughs> without the other people of the party feeling really uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> That's fair. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Some days better than others. So, uh, yeah. So he sees <laughs> he sees his money, and this glitch hacker goes, "Oh no." I know we're best friends and all. Again, I've known him a week. I know we're best friends and all, but I'm gonna steal all your money, and then I, you know, obviously don't want that to happen. So it's a, it's a, you know, a very calm and casual. I would appreciate if you let me left me alone. I'm pretty sure that's how that went down. And then he, uh, <laughs> he opened up this door, shoves me inside, and I'm in this, I'm in this, prison. This what was it? A cube? It was a, a twenty-four by twenty-four so foot cube,
0: right? The spell. The spell demiplane, look it up. It's a beautiful spell to play. Don't with tell me you to look it up. That, <laughs> I that lived could, it. I was telling the I was telling the eye. Oh yes, okay. That was directed at me. <laughs> no. No, and I believe that it's a I believe it's a thirty foot by thirty okay, foot cube. And you can choose whether it's wood or stone.
1: Uh it was stone.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, I made it stone. And uh there were other
1: people in the, there were there were therapists. There were like three shrinks in there.
0: <laughs> Yeah, have you ever fi- have you ever figured out why the therapist? I, I
1: feel like they just tried to give him therapy, and he got mad at him. I mean, that's what happened to me, like in real life. Um, <laughs> All right, cool.
0: So you haven't you haven't figured out why the therapist did that? Not yet.
1: Yeah. I haven't had a chance to go back there. I'm too uh, traumatized by the prison. Um, anyway, so in, in there, there was a I want to say a gnome, right? Yeah, a dwarf. There's a short person. No, no. Lep- a gnome. Leprechaun. It's a gnome. Oh you're saying no.
0: I think I'm saying nope over and over. Nope. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I kept no, guessing no. Her name, her name is her name was Rachelon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um I thought she was a prisoner at first so I Rachel like Rachelon Rachel Elan. Rachel Elan. Yeah, I thought she was. Of, of the she was a prisoner family. at first, so I was like,
0: "Yeah, I'll
1: <laughs> chat her up." Yeah,
0: you thought she was just like the the bully? Yeah, I thought I thought group. she was
1: like the toughest person in the prison. <laughs> so I was like,
0: You found out like the second day." That oh, it she's was the it warden. was way after the second
1: day. But I was like, "I'll chat her up," and then she beat me up like three times. And then finally, one of the shrinks was like, "Hey, you know she's the warden," and I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's why she keeps beating you up when you break the rules here. <laughs> That was amazing. Oh, beautiful.
1: (laughs) You know, for someone with like a, I don't know, what I have, like a 17 intelligence, I'm a freaking moron.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like to equate, I like to make a differentiation between differentiation. You see what I do? Yeah, I do. Uh, Yeah. uh, I like to make uh, something. I like to point out the difference between, in D&D, intelligence-based skills and, like, being clever. There's no stat for being clever. So, like, right now in our home game, um, the, the crew is with a captain who has a negative two intelligence score, but she's very clever. And so she, like, rolls really bad for anything about, like, history or arcana and stuff, even though she's, like, a wizard. But she's still very clever, and so I, I like to make that distinction. Just because you have a low intelligence score doesn't mean you have to play a character who isn't good at finding stuff or figuring stuff out. And just because you play a high intelligence character, aka Drek, <laughs> doesn't mean you have to have any problem solving capabilities whatsoever more than like literal IQ pattern puzzles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but to be fair, he is he is pretty good at charming people. I'll I mean, give him that. Yeah. He has he has that high to charisma. Be fair. Um, as I'm sure they are well aware that my characters always have the high charisma. And so, how
0: long? How long did you? How long did you stay? Nine months.
1: In? In. <laughs> I was a baby. And you birthed. You were born again. I was, I was a fetus. Born again. <laughs> <laughs> And my womb was beautiful. Was And prison. there
0: I would say the other thing notable there is that there you met the real Travis. And so you learned
1: yeah, uh, Travis did the didn't foundation
0: earlier. for the theory of multiple Travises. They didn't hear
1: us earlier. Travis was uh who the Lich was pretending to be. He was like, Hi, I'm a guy named Travis, yes. and we all kind of rolled with it. And then
0: Yeah, you guys were like I was like, There's a tiefling and his name is Murph. You're like, I hate this guy. <laughs> And he's, like, super helpful and, like, important – well, sort of and somewhat important in the plot, but he's really annoying, and so he stuck around. Uh, And then a dude walks up behind you guys after you've just, quote, unquote, seen the Midnight Lich – major illusion (laughs) – and walks up to you guys and says, "Uh, hey, I'm Travis. Uh, That's not something you see every day. And you guys are like, oh, yeah, Travis, a half-elf named Travis. That's totally cool. (laughs) And you guys never questioned him until he stole all your money.
1: Yeah, Ben, racism makes you blind, okay? <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Except I think I just think it's funny that like Drek see, I don't want to say he doesn't see race because that's a really annoying phrase that I hear people say, but he yeah. just he doesn't, he doesn't care. care because his only measure of your worth as a hu- as an as a sapient creature is whether you can benefit <laughs> him. That is his only yeah. If you can't benefit him, you're garbage. That's his one metric. <laughs> that's it's one. You get one metric. <laughs> There you go. Um, yep, yep. He also makes and a lot then, uh, of lists. I was ju-
0: <laughs> yes, that's his fake. murder lists. And you, I think, I think the list started in illegal prison.
1: Yeah, it absolutely I'm
0: not did. Uh, you asked for paper and you didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, the lich hey. respects
0: you too much to give you anything. I was like, you hey, respect. can I have
1: paper to like journal my thoughts down? And everyone was like, the lich said no, and nobody gave me anything, and I was really annoyed for nine <laughs> months. Anyway. <laughs>
0: You I mean, you got so bored that you talked to one of the therapists. I talked like to three half them. of them. I talked to three you talked of to them. talked to all of them? Yes. Dang. I know. That's so. how bored I was. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. Um so I get out. All right, go ahead and roll another chaos deck. Oh, okay, I thought we we're just in the story now. That's fine.
1: Uh twenty.
0: No, I think with all of these I've got it I've got it. Okay, uh what's your what do you think Drek's best moment or moments are? Best when you think moment. of, like, oh, man, these are, like, the best moments to be Drek. What would what, what they be? Um, when he stole a house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's not the best because the, the robbery was just, like, elegant and efficient. Um, it was <laughs> because I... <laughs>
0: Was like, Ben, how does the deed system work in this world? And how is – like I go to the bank to look for foreclosures and I was like, all right, I sense (laughs) something coming here. Tell me what you're attempting to do. I have not created an infrastructure in my parody world named Ink World to know how you could through paperwork steal a house. And so I made you roll for it, and I and you successfully an story, did. I think I was it was up there. Like roll, like all right. I don't have time for this. Roll, roll is steal a house. <laughs> I did. I
1: stole a house. It was an awesome house too. Um, Beautiful. We like magicked it um, up. Oh, my other thing was coming up with the catchphrase. I mean, Magic is stupid.
0: Got you. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, there's a third I can think of. Um, you think of I'm think I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it to you from here. Is
1: it when I kay. is it when I mailed myself?
0: Oh, that's a good one that's, too. That's a
1: really good one. I yeah, I was running away from. Let me let me explain it. Let me explain the cake in a minute. Uh, so, yeah, so I was being chased by the lich and um, my ex. Right, that was when I yeah, it was it was my ex who I um, sacrificed and let her dog die and, <coughs> and cat. Uh, a yeah. cat, whatever. Um, that's an animal. And uh, so she she comes in and she's like coming after me, and so I just jumped out the window. Bust of the window. Wait,
0: uh, in defa- okay, you say sacrifice. That's that sounds really harsh, and it sounds like she's dead. You didn't <laughs> sacrifice her. Um, you accidentally put her in contact with the with the lich.
1: But I didn't stop way her. That he, like... <laughs> he
0: he could not. Yeah, but I mean, like you didn't plan to put her in harm's way. That's fair. It, That's fair. That one was of all of the things you claim are accidents. It's so funny that you take responsibility for that one. <laughs> Which is actually an accident.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Anytime I do anything bad, it's all that was, Oh, who who could have done that? Oh, it was a mistake. But, but for
0: that one, you say that, you say that Svanik betrayed you. That's how you mailed that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I got to get to that. Um, it's part of how he warps the perception of the world. And, um, yeah, so uh, but, he,
0: you're, but you mail yourself out he, of his He busts
1: safe. out of the room and then runs to like a general <laughs> store and it's like – Runs
0: out of window. A winder. Runs to a pawn shop. And then uh, – he goes to the winder Then he runs to the pawn I shop. I go to the
1: window and I run to the pawn shop and I say, yeehaw, sonny boy. Um, <laughs> and I, there was a safe that I saw earlier and I was like, hey, can I mail myself to my hometown inside the safe? And the guy was like, okay.
0: <laughs> he just let me. Like, I mean, yeah, you paid him enough. Yeah. I mean at this point you had a decent amount of cash on you. So you just paid up a lot of money, and he's in the pink salts. He's like, "Sure, whatever. I don't care." <laughs> yeah, they freaking <laughs> mailed yourself. You mailed yourself to thoroughbred where Murph was. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, <laughs> that was beautiful.
1: That was a good one. Oh, oh, uh, cake. So um, the monk that was, you know, my closest actual friend, um, Pastor Savage. Pastor Savage. He was at this monastery. And um, it was
0: surprise. Yeah, right. a Monk with a monastery. Stay, he can stay it for free at monasteries. Ridiculous
1: feat. <laughs> um, and uh, so Murph and I showed up at this guy's monastery. Um, and the, I took a liking to the bakers. I don't know why. They didn't really have a lot to offer me. <laughs> oh, you
0: like the you like the you like the the cook the kitchen uh, nameless kitchen hand number no. two specifically. Yes, has been one of your favorite NPCs. It, no, my and favorite NPC. You told him. Oh, okay. You told your favorite NPC that it was Pastor Savage's birthday uh, because you had just learned uh, – because you wanted to explain why you were looking for him or something Yeah, they are like, he, they're like why do you want Pastor Savage? And I was gonna... like, it's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and you roll real high on your deception check. And this guy's like good heart and stuff. And so he's like, well, you got to do a birthday prank because that's a tradition in Ink World.
1: So I had him and make a cake. And Derek
0: learning about it was like, oh, yeah. No, you went and found the nearest cake.
1: Oh, I thought I had a – Oh, I, I went to the cake store because I was like, "Can you make me one?" He's like, "No, I don't have time. All I can make is soup."
0: Yeah, he he was he was getting off, like, getting off of work. So yes, yeah, so you won't find this cake. And then... and I have I
1: have Murph, or I have no, I have the kitchen hand. I have the kitchen hand knock on Pastor Savage's door, and he's like so suspicious. Mm-hmm. So he opens the door, and it wasn't a cake though; it was a pie, right? No,
0: you always say it was a pie. It was always a cake. Okay,
1: I couldn't remember which one it was. <laughs> It was one of those. It was a pastry. Um,
0: <laughs> it was always a cake.
1: <laughs> and so he, um, he <laughs> he's super suspicious. And I don't remember how we got him out, but we got him out. And I threw the pie at his face. And I rolled
0: so well. <laughs> I like shouted. And he's a monk, so he does deflect missile. And you go, happy birthday.
1: <laughs> but it hit his hand. And then he's
0: like, I, def- <laughs> he goes, I do deflect missiles, but it's a cake. So it splatters all <laughs> over <of> him <them> anyway.
1: <laughs> it was amazing. It was my, fi- oh. it was my finest hour.
0: Yeah, and then he saved you from the scout, the polymer scout unit. Uh, I saved that. him. I saved him, I think. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> All right, uh, roll roll again. Roll another one. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, Drek has a... Oh, it's a one. Crap. Drek has a hatred of magic. Um, I don't know specifically oh. what it stemmed from. I'm going to guess the Lich. But every, every oh, yeah, time he came sure. into contact with anything magic or magical whatsoever, he would just... Magic is stupid would be his line. It's kind of become an overarching thing amongst every game we've ever played. <laughs> At some point, I have to say, Absolutely. Magic is stupid because it does dumb things, and I hate it.
0: <laughs> it's it's so funny because you'd think that someone who enjoys cheating systems as much as you that like Magic you would gravitate towards it because it's literally just cheating the system, but. You don't want any help cheating the system. It makes you mad that other people can cheat it more effectively yeah. by just laughing. It's so badges. annoying. And so you hate it so much.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> All right. So you roll the one. So you went from 21. What's Drek's lowest moment? Oh, um,
1: Oh man. Well, getting pushed into an international prison for nine months is pretty, pretty there
0: on the list. Um, <laughs> All right. That's his most traumatizing yeah. moment for sure. <laughs> I,
1: I feel like – didn't he didn't he end up in a sewer once? Or am I misremembering something? It was brief.
0: Uh, In a, in the swamp, I think. I don't think you ever noticed. Okay, a sewer. he's from the
1: swamp, but that's just because I'm from Florida.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Drek said, yeah, Drek was uh, – whenever people play in Inkworld for the first time, partly because I introduce a lot of people to D&D mechanics the first time, I just have them roleplay themselves so they can get used to the mechanics um, to be clear mine is a mine is back.
1: a characterized version They're of all, myself I yeah, want to make that everyone clear. everyone is
0: extreme <laughs> extreme hyper two d character caricatures of themselves I mean Laycott's after my brother and my brother isn't actually a super soldier he's just a very coordinated person, <laughs> and I am not worth seven billion dollars as much as I wish I was <laughs> sure and you, you didn't you didn't run away from your family as a kid. <laughs> Never told them that you faked your oh, death. Oh, yeah, I
1: faked my death as a child. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. lowest moment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Honestly, probably. Yeah, I mean, probably Sphinique getting. So, uh, yeah, I ended up going to, um, what, what, what did we call it? Not the concrete jungle, the stone jungle. So, New York City, the concrete jungle. Um,
0: yeah. And, uh, after you got out of interdimensional prison. Right. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, illegal prison. Ill- illegal, interdimensional,
1: <laughs> bad prison.
0: That was my favorite. You, you were like, illegal prison. <laughs> that's the funniest name. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's an, yeah, so you go there prison. and you're like, all right, who do I know? I You were afraid to stay at your place. Um,
1: because obvious reasons. Um, so I go to yeah. someone who I had like a romantic history with um, and kind of, yeah. you know, rekindled that. Stayed with them for a while. The lich ended up Long until long story short, found me, and then was like, "You brought her into this," and I didn't want to bring her into it. And then he he took her. I didn't really stop him. That that's like that's what makes it his lowest point (laughs) is that someone that he got a lot of help from, he saw in his own warped perception had a lot of intrinsic value, and then he just let them get kidnapped. And then immediately was like, "Well, now they have to now they're dead to me because they work for the lich." Um, That's probably his lowest moment. Uh, letting the cat die, that was funny. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah, so so the, the Lich killed the cat because Sonique pulled a knife on him and, and did some hit points to him. Yeah. And he like just pulls the knife out of him and then throws it at the cat because uh spoilers, the lich isn't a lich, he's a level twenty warlock. I knew it! Uh so he, I mean yes, you knew it. <laughs> uh, this is spoilers for the audience. <laughs> I've I've told you this before.
1: Listen. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're lucky I remember his name. <laughs> cool, cool. Roll another die. Roll the chaos die again. Um, we'll probably have to start speeding these up, but it's fine because we've gotten a lot out, so I figured the later ones can go faster. Yeah, we've laid uh, a lot 19. The, the groundwork for it. Uh, uh, we sort of already covered this one. Uh, who are your favorite NPCs? Um, NPCs? Uh, Murph, but for yeah.
1: annoying reasons... He's, he's my most annoying friend that I still talk to. Um,
0: yeah. So I'll explain a little bit about Murph. Uh, so (laughs) Murph was this, uh, he was a small time wannabe (laughs) criminal. Like he always hung out with criminals. And so Drek knew him from his backstory, but he never did any, like anything dangerous. He's (laughs) like the phone call email scammer (laughs) of the interwebs, which is the like hypnotic reality technology, um, I used to be the internet, uh, and so, but he's also on the side writing this blog about the midnight uh, lich, and he actually termed the phrase "the midnight lich," and he spelled it wrong, which is why "midnight lich" is spelled with three Y's instead of three. And i's. Thus began nope. Ben's obsession
1: yeah. with Y's, which to this day infuriate no, that,
0: me. That's been years. That was years in the making, but um, but then he he finds Drek, and he thinks Drek's the coolest, and he hangs out with Drek, and he's like, he's pretty annoying, and still like very much the wannabe uh, criminal, um, <laughs> before uncle grandpa, Murph was the most defined, uh, character that I had where I just like, I just knew what Murph would do. Like other, other NPCs, I said, have like, all right, let me think about what this character would do, what they're thinking. But like, I've never had to do that for Murph. I've just always known what Murph would do next. Um, and so he just through being around and not being a threat to Derek, <laughs> He, <laughs> he's able to become, like, the one person besides Pastor Savage who's a, a PC. So the one NPC that Drek can actually rely on. And so they, like, they have this, like, house together where they split some of the money. Yeah, we're roommates. Um, And, yeah. And uh, just he's a person that Drek mailed himself to <laughs> in the safe. Um, and he quit all his scamming stuff to, like, full-time blog about the Midnight lich and so the midnight lich likes that he's being blogged about because it it makes his job easier because he's got all this like crazy crazy propaganda about him so he doesn't touch murph and actually helps him get good stories and whatnot uh so he's stuck around a good bit because the midnight lich turned out to be like central to Drek's story and whatnot so he's just kind of always around and so he's he's funny uh, he's kind of pathetic but also just always there for you yeah um um, Probably the most real relationship. He was the one who showed me the virtual has.
1: reality world, and upon coming out of it for the first time, my line was immediately <laughs> "magic is stupid." Um, so <laughs> so <laughs> shutting down the yeah. virtual reality that everyone connects to was definitely a priority of his. Cool.
0: Do you like? Uh, uh, do you like? So just like quicker here. Do you like any other NPCs?
1: Uh, do I like any other NPCs? Um, I think. Oh, Stryker an NPC or a PC?
0: Uh, Shrek was a PC turned NPC.
1: Right. So, and I did like him, but that's so because of his ideals. Him. Not really because of what he did. Got you.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, he like screwed you over pretty big time. He did. But he doesn't like magic. Yeah.
1: So the, he's got that good look, like, But then he
0: aggressively, aggressively doesn't like magic. Yeah. Good for him. All right. Roll, roll your chaos die again. Uh, four. Rapid fire rounds. Uh, who's your favorite nemesis? Um... I don't so want to say is not Drek, but this is Derek, who's Derek's favorite Drek nemesis.
1: Um,
0: I don't want to say.
1: Uh, oh, oh, what's um? It's not a nemesis. <laughs> Gepaba. <laughs>
0: oh, you think Gepaba's a nemesis? The
1: tete a tete of Gepaba and Drek. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: what? Gepaba. Yeah, but what did you say before that? Golden pretty boy. What did you say before that? Ted-a-tet. Ted-a-tet? Yeah. What does that mean? Toe-toe, to, toe to toe, right? Am I not remembering that correctly? Oh, I don't know. Like, wait, like, what? head-to-head? Oh, okay. Uh, I've just never heard that phrase before.
1: I'm going to look it up. I'm going to uh, be saying it wrong.
0: got educated. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, so you, you consider him a nemesis? <laughs> um, it's a He does stuff to me. Oh, no, it does not mean what you I like, thought it meant. <laughs> He like (laughs) – wait, is that the – am I going to have to edit that out? Is that the sex thing? No, no, no. Uh, It means it's a private conversation. (laughs) Oh, okay. I was
1: totally (laughs) misremembering what that word meant. It's fine. No, it's it's cool. Cool, cool. All
0: right, cool. You consider Nemesis. He has exclusively helped you. I want to be clear about this. Mm -hmm. He's never done anything except for help you and (laughs) shield you from things. Yeah,
1: but Drek (laughs) views him as uh, being – so he showed up. Around the time, the cake incident happened and gave a whole bunch of information, big expo dump, and uh, Drek then viewed that as, this guy is the reason so much stupid magic is in my life.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Roll another chaos thing.
1: Um, oh, we can't forget about, uh, didn't I get smitten by somebody? In Asia,
0: she's your favorite nemesis. No, uh,
1: but I'm just saying I got in- smitten, smitten by somebody. Oh,
0: oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I've got that. I've got no. If you roll a nine, that's romantic history. So, well, I uh, roll a ten. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we'll change it to nine because you already rolled a ten. Yeah. Uh, what's Drex's romantic history in a in a in less than a minute? In
1: less than a minute. Um, okay. So before the actual story, at some point he was with Svanik. He left Svenik, um, or got arrested. I don't know. 100 percent what happened there. Um, Found her again. You guys
0: left on good terms. You were like on again, off again. Yeah, it wasn't. It was never serious.
1: Found her again. That she got kidnapped, and then he was like, "Well, she's dead to me." And then they had they had a couple <laughs> uh, interactions, but not anything real. And then um, he ended up going to the equivalent of Asia, and was smitten by Inoue, I believe her name is.
0: Yeah, Inuwa. Yeah,
1: Inuwa was smitten by her. It was the cousin of the gnome who ran the illegal prison
0: (laughs) twin sister (laughs) but yeah
1: yeah which is just incredible um we fought some demons and then we left (laughs) and then at some point significantly later i met a i don't know gunslinger I, i don't know what what her what her uh class was but uh valentine and he was, he was like, all right, Uh-oh. this is someone I can go toe-to-toe with. I don't feel like there's any kind of imbalance there. I really like her. And then she dies. She leaves.
0: I can't remember what happened with Valentine at the end. Oh, uh, she's crazy. She's in an insane asylum. But look, we've all – She was she was a PC. been in an insane asylum <laughs> at some point in our lives. <laughs> um, all right. Cool, cool. Roll, roll another chaos. Then. All right. That's basically where we left off. Very uh, five. Okay, uh, who's your worst nemesis?
1: The Lich has been the worst nemesis because he refuses to be seen as a nemesis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty perfect for Drake. Drek, <laughs> Drek, well, Drek hates. Him another nemesis. Him with such a burning that passion. I want to bring up. His name is Josh, and he's your only <gasps> little, oh, true, true nemesis. Josh. As Josh. Ah! invented a new type of arrow so he can kill you on sight and revive you so he can kill you again. Freaking Josh. He, he killed me. You broke his. You broke his grandfather's bow.
1: Yeah, because I rolled. During I fire three strength checks to break that bow.
0: Do you remember that? Spe- I, yeah, three. during a ceasefire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he almost killed you, and Murph saved you. Yeah, because Josh is a piece of anyway. crap. So he's like, he's like, arguably the world's best archer, and Drek just made a vendetta against him, and now, now. He lives basically to Josh lives to bring you down, <laughs> a peg. Josh can Make, give you pain. Josh could bite me. All right, freaking Josh. I mean, he probably will. Probably mm-hmm. will. All right, roll another one. <laughs> <laughs> he probably will. Fifteen. All right. Uh, Pastor Savage. Anything we more we should say about Pastor Savage? Oh, he's
1: a great guy, and uh, the guy who plays him, you know who you are.
0: Cool. Alright, roll another chaos. Chaos die. 14. Alright. Uh, anything else you want to say about Midnight Lynch? You're, no, Midnight Lynch. You're a piece of crap. Sorry. And uh to the, guy, to the guy who plays him, you know who you are.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, roll another one. <laughs> Sixteen. All right. Uh Gepaba. Gepaba.
1: What can I say besides you make my life more difficult? <laughs> Um, he has golden eyes and he's a pretty boy. Um, I, he, he didn't have a name. He was like, you named me in the future when I met him. And I said, fine, I'm going to call you Gepaba for now because it's golden eye, pretty boy. And it stuck. And then I don't remember what I
0: actually named him, but I actually named him at some point in the future. Um, and then he was just like, "All right, today is the naming day. It's the day it's come. The day that that the day that Drek broke his nose. Geppa showed up. That was I waited for that so long. Was I waited for so long <laughs> for your nose to break organically in the campaign. And then, and then he comes up to commemorate. It. He's like, "All right, it's the day you broke your nose. No matter what the timeline is, this is the day that you name me. What is it? And you name him something dumb. And he's like, "All right, Gepaba it is. is." <laughs>
1: In fairness, wasn't I? I was like beaten, and then I fell into the mud or something, and I was just like covered I mean, in blood.
0: Yeah, your nose was broken. Yeah, so <laughs>
1: it was just a miserable day.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll we'll end it here with with Gepaba. So I'll, I'll this will lead you back into it. So so Gepaba is a, a future a time traveler um, who is frozen as like a young a young teen, like 13, 14 um he always has a sore throat because the day he was frozen in time he had a sore throat <laughs> and no one around knew like the greater restoration spell and so he's just stuck with the sore throat for forever um and he um so he's a he's a clone of the midnight lich but in the future that becomes a time traveler um and it's it's a it's Derek and I are very very chill with doing alternate timelines um so we did the timeline, a later timeline, and your first timeline at the same time, and then did the illegal prison, which was in the middle, and then went back to a fourth timeline. So we're we're insane, uh, but we love it, and it works for us. That's um, definitely so... true.
1: The insane part. Yep.
0: <laughs> and so Gepaba comes in, um, and he's like, "Look, I'm trying to. You were, like." The consciousness that I'm, like, clone from that I kind of am now. Because at a, at a point, um, the person who was cursed, Bentley, uh, gets uncursed. But since we haven't gotten there, we don't actually know exactly what happens. We don't even know if Bentley lives. Uh, but the Midnight <laughs> He won't, if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Midnight Lich's consciousness does end up living in this clone that he made for himself via, like, a clone spell that was slightly modified and stuff. And so, but he, like... He starts, uh, it was uh, immature, and so he starts out young, and then he goes, but he eventually finds um, the creator of Engloved, the wizard Kryto, who's the current time traveler, but he doesn't want to be the time traveler anymore. Um, And the Time Traveler is important to uphold a lot of stuff um, (laughs) in the crossovers. Actually, what the Time Traveler does is try to fix all the problems that the previous Time Traveler (laughs) made. (laughs) And by problems, he Um, means times the Time Traveler saved Drek from dying. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, the time traveler didn't do that. So, But Gepaba is this apprentice, so he's learning the ropes. And so the series that we're doing um, with like the crossover Nexus and this next one, Dimensional Treasure, with Drek, is set in a future after all of those things have gone. And the only person who has access to Drek's fortune is Gepaba, but he only will have access to them when he knows the demi spell, because the Demiplane plane requires you to have seen it, or or, or know like w- what it is slash exactly what it is slash where it is in order to connect to it, um, and so he was the midnight lich was super careful to make sure that no powerful magic user uh, user ever saw him use his Demiplane spell, and so, um, so Drek it has to partner with Gepaba to get all his money back. And so their Drek is um, along for the ride for this time travelers um, training. And so that's where, that's where the bridegroom prince is set. That's why it doesn't have a conclusive ending. One of the reasons why it doesn't have a conclusive (laughs) ending because you wake up and the idea is that like, they're going to the place where they're first going to leave their original reality. And the first time you leave your original reality is really difficult, and so they're having to use, like, this crossover Nexus event, uh, but when it happens, it's just um, Drek's, uh consciousness that goes out and finds someone similar to him and follows him, and then uh, Gephobet's to go and find him, and that's why, so, like, at the end, like, Caramel is, like, there's this weird meshing where it becomes, like, this dream, and they're like, all right, well, while we're here, might as well do my, once, if we're here, might as well do my quest, which is looking for... Um, these these pieces of the Chaos Blade, um, which I'll explain more in Dimensional Treasure. Um, but anyway, so basically, it's a time traveler's apprentice, soon-to-be time traveler, and his companion, that's Drek. And they're working together until the time traveler and apprentice, until Gepaba gets powerful enough that he can access the Demiplane spell so that he can finally give Drek all his money back.
1: And that is his ultimate goal. That's, like, we have... <laughs> In canon, specifically stated multiple times, his ultimate goal is to get his money back and go, to live in an island. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yep. That's his ultimate. He has no other beyond that's that.
0: What, and that's why the. That's why the. And the. You told the midnight lich that, and he went and bought islands for you, <laughs> for whatever he gives you your money back. Infuriating. And that's where Svenik has been hanging out. <laughs> that's why she was so tan when you saw her. My island. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So uh, this has been your sort of chaotic, here's a bunch of information about Drek, hopefully. Uh, We call it... it some sense, and you laughed along the way. Expo dump. Yep, yep. So hope to see you in Dimensional Treasure. (laughs) Always. And always remember, the greatest magic of all is time magic. See you, time travelers.